Welcome everyone. This is your host and coach Aditya Sisodia from Stories of Opportunity Season 3 Episode 2. Thank you for joining us live and as always every week we bring in a change maker. We bring in an individual who would share his experience about how you can make a difference in your life about how you can encash on the opportunity of life. So without further ado I would like to introduce our speaker of the day Dheerat Singh. Dheerat Singh is an I'm Bangalore alumnus. He has a strong experience of over a decade in edtech setup. He has worked with numerous startup. He has also represented I'm Bangalore their marketing of their courses globally. He is also an investor and above all he is a wealth advisor. So with respect to all your concern be it where to invest when to invest how to plan your emergency fund what should you think before taking any loan or is loan even a viable option stay tuned and put in your question and if you like our show don't forget to smash that learning button and to subscribe to our channel hi dheeraj how are you hi aditya i'm good thank you very much for this warm welcome I firmly believe I don't need I I'm not one of those who deserve this kind of an uh, this kind of uh, introduction but thank you very much it was a pleasure experience listening to something beyond your expectations <laughs> my it pleasure hopefully very... yeah hopefully I'll try to do some justice for this particular thing probably and catch the kind of experiences people are expecting out of this particular session thank you so dheeraj i'll just tell you about our audience our audience consists of student entrepreneur business owner solopreneurs so as you would be decoding some wealth concepts i'll request you uh, for our viewers who have joined in live from youtube facebook and linkedin if you can share a bit about yourself so that our audience can also learn a bit more about please okay so to be frank enough in terms of a simple concept i am basically a professional who started my career as a sales and marketing professional ended up getting into associated with a few startups scaled those startups to a decent level then moved on for some international opportunities as well got an opportunity to work with linkedin in african region came back to india did my mba program got selected into this prestigious iim bangalore got an opportunity to work with marketing division of that particular institute and then finally got an opportunity to get into incubation had an had a startup idea that startup idea got implemented somehow i got some decent amount of fundings and then probably things went positive and it was a decent it is at the verge of the decent exit right now so it is basically a culmination of uh, all the combinations probably a person can ever think of from being a startup to a well organized organization and then probably from an entrepreneur uh, from a working uh, professional let me agar salary to an becoming an entrepreneur working in an psu uh, startup and well organized organization is combination of almost everything and probably all these combinations have helped me to generate the kind of learning that i hold right now and i try to use that learning for the benefit of myself as well as the society thank you dheeraj uh, so ladies and gentlemen if you are planning to start out as a solopreneur as an entrepreneur or if you are a working professional if you would like to understand which is better a startup psu or raising own funds dheeraj saying our speaker of the day is an excellent go to resource so do not shy back from asking any question so dheeraj uh, our first question of the day is uh, tell us more 
out of your so extensive experience you have chosen this topic of demystifying notion around wealth why did you choose this unique concept of financial awareness please share your thoughts so see i tell you uh, to be very upfront uh, financial constraint is one of the biggest constraint nowadays professional face especially at our millennial generations or probably people with uh, facing with such kind of issues as mid career crisis kind of a thing uh, the actual problem lies in the cost of living in cities in continuation with the kind of earning we expect and the kind of lifestyle we live simple i if i'll be talking about a simple sense let's say uh, uh, probably a person is staying living in a city like bangalore delhi uh, mumbai uh, pune these kind of cities or metro cities the kind of earning that we need to sustain a decent lifestyle is somewhere around right now is somewhere around at least uh, um, probably 1.5 lakhs or something on monthly basis if you have got a if you got a family and you have to sustain a basic living uh, this may be somewhere around 75000 to a lakh rupees in a year to city probably but then this kind of earning is something not everyone gets now nowadays and if someone is getting these kind of salaries or probably someone is earning these kind of livings then uh, there are a lot of uncertainties associated to that particular thing and those uncertainties actually create problem at some point of time in life so the thing is uh, this is probably one of the biggest reason why i say that you need a second source of income whether it be in any terms whether it be in any uh, factor more importantly is you need to have that uh, income to ensure that your sustainability in future is decent enough okay so direct uh, let us take it step by step so suppose there is a student who is recently completing his graduation or his post graduation and scenario 1 scenario 2 there is a working professional or there is a person who has recently started to work uh, regardless of the gender male or female and then there is a person who is in his mid career according to you what should be the strategy in these different scenarios what kind of instrument should they be aware about uh see first and foremost thing is you need to ensure our good old standard theory that uh, 20 to 25% of our earning should always be a part of saving let's say a person is earning whatever earning it may be i mean there has to be a minimum sustainable life let's say if someone is starting as a graduate the kind of salaries we can expect nowadays in the market for for a decent for a graduate from a decent institute you can expect somewhere around a package of 3 4 lakh rupees is what a starting graduate usually gets so an earning of somewhere around 30 35 40000 rupees is what a usual graduate starts my understanding says uh, as an individual the moment you start this kind of earning somewhere around 20 to 25% of this amount can actually be saved if you can uh, if you try to do it and probably this earning this 20 to 25% of earning can actually be converted into 100 times probably in 10 to 15 years of the life this is the whole theory now talking about a professional who had been at the, who is at an age of 30 35 probably he would have earned something in terms of uh, promotions he would have got uh, a better salary but then at same, the same point of time his expenses do increase and i'm sure we all will agree to this that uh, the kind of increase uh, the kind of uh, uh, in inflation we have nowadays in market uh, money is actually a constraint at some point of time in life so uh, the decent lifestyle requires you to uh save more so 
if someone is at the age of 35 he has got a family with two or three, two kids probably this time with uh, indian family so are usually or designed in this particular way he has uh, uh, parents who, who are more dependent probably at the them so these uh, people should uh, be saving at least 30 to 40% of their overall earning and trust me if you can do that uh, in probably 10 to 15 years of time this uh, saving can actually be converted can actually be easily be converted into somewhere around uh, probably a return of at least uh, 10 to 15% is what you can expect in 10 to 15 years thank you so dheeraj uh, what you just mentioned about the saving and the investment part we have a similar question from one of our viewers uh, shubham goshal and i'll just display it on the screen uh, shubham speaks about the concept of the 50 30 and 20 50 uh, percent of your monthly salary should go towards your expense 30 percent towards investment slash saving and 20 percent towards your want and desire can you just shed some light around this concept how uh, operational is this concept because on theory it looks quite amazing but we are in a generation of instant gratification new trend is there in the market and people would like to go in for that save so please shed some light on this 50 30 and 20 so the answer would be very simple it has to be a combination it it is basically a two way approach first is it is a great combination on paper but my personal experience says that i really found it difficult to uh, invest 30% of my earning and survive myself with 50% of the earning especially at an early age of my career the kind of salary i was getting i really found it difficult to sustain at some point of time especially when you uh, try to uh, you try to make a living out of it along with you try to save in something for your future but my understanding says there can be a different combination to it i would rather say 20% of saving can be invested and that investment can actually be invested in a logical way to generate this 30% of what we expect and this 30% if you convert it on yearly basis it will be somewhere around uh, probably triple kind of a thing in 10 years of time and that that is good enough for anyone to sustain a better lifestyle in future it's very simple uh, let's say you talk about nps nowadays government gives you nps now, nps is actually a similar kind of concept wherein government says we are not giving you any pension but in case you want to have it anyone and everyone can have can have this particular account and they can actually save a decent amount of it and probably at the age of 60 when you will get retired or probably whenever you feel a need of this particular fund will give the give you this particular fund plus uh, you will actually get overdraft or loans in case you need that particular loan at that point of time out of this nps so these kind of things uh, should work and yes 20 30 50 is a standard ratio but uh, i found it difficult to uh, manage when i used to be uh, working at an initial phase of my career excellent so uh, dheeraj my next question to you is uh, there are so many options like there is fd fixed deposit recurring deposit uh, then there is ppf then you mentioned nps so among so many conservative and then there is sip also how should an individual decide at what stage they should take what in order to hedge themselves against inflation and also to be aware because like uh, earlier before the session i was interacting uh, with a person that person was like oh sir 6000 rupees for a 5 lakh rupees premium and that to only for an year i'm not mentally prepared to invest so much 
so what's the idea what should be the risk appetite what should be the risk tolerance in terms of investing because as you just mentioned people are not open to financial instrument they are not open to financial investment and even the concept of retirement especially for any person is quite overwhelming because retirement notion itself is like this okay you work in an organization for 30 plus years and then you retire so i'll request you if you can advise what are some traditional conservative investment options and what are some other new age investment options uh, see aditya first and foremost we need to understand that uh, probably 99.9% of the population in this country has uh, z- negligible or nearly zero amount of understanding to financials uh whether it be investment whether it be financial statements or whatever but the point is 99.9% is should be the ideal number to escape people have this is the number probably these people don't have any understanding to financial aspects now when you are dealing with these kind of majority people 0.01% or probably 0.01% is uh, sounds as meager important and most important thing is i'll try to quote an example let's say uh, you let's say i need to uh, have chole bhature now the moment i need to have chole bhature the first and foremost thing probably is staying in delhi or i can say or probably i stay in bangalore i can say if i have got a haldiram nearby i am 100% sure i can get a chole i can get a plate of chole bhature there i can actually have it or someone wants to have let's say uh, idli or probably a dosa they know the moment you enter into rupee you don't need to find that menu you just know that you will definitely get idli there so but the, at the same point of time if someone ka, visits an italian restaurant so if someone visits a, a spanish restaurant probably someone has never been a part of this kind of thing you might find it difficult even to pronounce the menu there so at that point of time what you do you figure out you need to get in touch with the waiter they can guide you for this particular thing they'll try to help you uh, what exactly is in that particular dish or and then accordingly you can take an informed decision this is how our standard professional works and i'm sure uh, this should be the ideal approach now uh, coming up to what exactly should be the investment person foremost thing is there has to be some expert advice but the most important thing is you should not get influenced with this particular expert advice you have your own understanding try to understand what the other person is trying to say or what the other person is trying to explain and use that particular understanding of yours to uh, uh, get in touch with an expert and probably take a wise decision now the information flow is pretty easy nowadays in market you get in touch with youtube you have got hundred of people who are explaining something or the other in financial aspects you get in touch with a few uh, you have got a lot of blogs where people actually update regu- regularly update about anything and everything coming up in market i mean let let me give you a simple example the fixed deposit used to be one of the biggest uh, uh, investment for anyone and everyone in this particular country or probably saving in this particular country uh, we have been seeing this for ages but i really doubt uh, probably no one uh, knows that uh, fixed deposit is given by banks along with it fixed deposits are even given by private uh, uh, companies as well we talk about a maruti coming up with their own fixed deposit setup because at that point of time they even need some kind of investment and they try to get that investment from individuals and they return it so there are n number of ways to get in touch you talk about sips you talk about nps all these kind of uh, uh, segments are available 
but the kind most important segment that is available is uh, something known as uh, stock trading this is what i found in and people find it difficult they feel that there is a lot of risk associated to this particular thing but uh, that uh, risk uh, the re- risk to reward ratio is pretty high if you are an informed professional and you take the decision in the best possible so my understanding says uh, there are traditional methods to saving there are traditional methods to investment but there is a better option to get return out of it for example i'll quote my personal example i remember i purchased my first car when i uh, was that was in year 2011 that was an alto i'll be a friend alto 800 is what and i drive it even today nothing wrong in that but then the point is uh, when i purchased this particular uh, alto i my pocket allowed me to purchase even a swift at that point of time uh, what i did was i actually Uh, invested a lakh rupees and purchased this particular thing a particular car and then took the rest stock the rest part as a loan but then since i had this money i was pretty sure that okay in case something goes odd i do have this money i can actually repay this loan and at the same time the best thing that i did was i invested 1 lakh rupees in maruti shares i purchased those shares for 1 lakh rupees i remember i purchased those shares at the price of around 700 800 i i don't remember it exactly but somewhere around 7 800 was the actual number and uh, imagine the idea was very simple i'd be driving this car for at least 10 years 10 years down the line whatever price it may be maruti is one of those companies where i really doubt that this company is going to go down it's pretty simple it was like ki tomorrow if someone will come up and tell me that kia motors is in market and probably maruti shares will go down maruti will miss out with the market leader position that's okay but i really doubt ki maruti is not going to exist there or probably someone has invested in an organization like mrf and mrf suddenly goes out of market i really doubt something like this happening so that was the whole theory and uh, this investment uh, i made in 2011 10 years down the line recently sold those particular stocks and uh, those were sold at somewhere around 8500 uh, rupees per stock so the kind of investment uh, so the kind of return i earned in 10 years was more than 10% uh, more than 10 times of what i invested I, an investment of 1 lakh rupees actually gave me somewhere around 10 lakh rupees and my new car is about to come in recently So, so, so that's the that's the theory. I mean, so we have a similar question from Shubham Goshal, uh, one of our viewers. Uh, he has a question like, for a student, what are the best investment options? Should a student invest in mutual fund or should they invest in share? And if you can also shed some light for the people who are not that financial savvy, that would be great. Uh, see, first and foremost thing is, uh, as a student, you should be in an exploratory phase. you should not uh, stick to a particular aspect any mutual fund any any sip is actually a long term investment and you get returns in long term basis it is not a daily return or probably a monthly return or a weekly return kind of a thing so as a student in case you have got some decent amount of uh, saving probably because you have done some internship or probably uh, your father is pay, father is giving you a pocket money and you are not spending it on your girlfriend then it's okay it's perfectly fine you can actually uh, save that uh, income uh, save that money and you can actually uh, uh, 
I my ideal situation is uh, probably have a decent amount of portfolio investment. When it comes to portfolio investment, it is like you have to have with insurances, you have to have a small amount of mutual fund, a small amount of SIP, a small amount of fixed deposit, a small amount of NPS, or probably a small amount of uh, investment in a particular stock in India. In case you feel comfortable, then there are many other options. But then portfolio has to be like this. There is a combination of almost everything is there, and in case something goes. Or uh, then uh, it's like uh, there's an old saying, you know, that uh, you should not keep all your eggs in one particular basket. There's a simple theory. So in case even if you have got insurances, you can have two or three insurances, probably of the same amount. Let's say someone is uh, looking for a health insurance of let's say a lakh rupees. So lakh rupees can it should ideally be some um, uh, probably thirty thousand, thirty thousand, and forty thousand, or probably fifty, fifty thousand of two investments. Because at some at certain point of time, you need to de-risk yourself uh, by if you have got an option to de-risk. So my understanding says, as a college graduate, uh, uh, you should be. Open to explore. I I remember when I purchased my first share that was Satyam, when Satyam was about to die. I I was an MBA student in those days, way back in 2008. I'm talking about 2008. And Satyam uh, ended up in a journey, and then Tech Mahindra came into market. I remember uh, I was sitting in a computer lab, being a professional who was a bit enthusiastic in terms of investments. I was reading about uh, what's happening in Satyam, and then suddenly my broker called me in morning, and he was like, "Dheeraj, bhai, uh, there is something happening in Satyam, and Satyam has reached somewhere around 6.75 rupees of stock." Now, a particular stock that was rated at somewhere around 300, 400, 500 rupees in those days, and suddenly going to six or seven rupees was. Uh, Was something uh, extraordinary. Now, there, my understanding was very simple. As a as a layman professional, there were thirty, forty thousand odd people whom Satyam was, uh, who were working with Satyam. I firmly believe that thirty, forty thousand people won't uh, come on road suddenly, out of any out of any blunder. I mean, probably five thousand may lose their job, ten thousand may lose their job, but the thirty thousand won't suddenly come on road. This was my theory, and I started investing in it. I remember in those days I had that was my first or second investment. I had somewhere around seven thousand, eight thousand rupees, and I invested the whole amount in something with the assumption that probably in in a month time or so it will suddenly rise. And to my surprise, suddenly a week later the news started coming. A government is in talk with a few IT companies. Mahindra was coming into market, and then Tech Mahindra came into market to pick up the whole story. Suddenly, the stock started going up like anything. On 6.75 rupees, I remember, uh, within a month, uh, uh, I sold it at around some, somewhere on 125, 150 rupees. Now, I firm, I don't, as a student, I don't even expect something uh, like this. But be, mm-hmm. being a student, I was a bit exploratory at that point of time. My enthusiasm to learn things and probably take this amount of risk was decent enough. So I took that risk and I realized maximum what will happen: seven thousand five hundred will go up. No, but then as a student in university, I'm anyways spending lakhs of rupees of my parents and whatever I'll be getting is not hundred percent sure. So the risk is anyways available there. It's 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 always to de-risk yourself in one of the best possible ways. I remember the moment I this I got this the first thing was ठीक है यार एक bike खरीदते हैं अब सुबह there are small things I wanted to do I had been a kid at that point of time and I I mean any and every student should uh, use the same approach to go ahead. 
Excellent, excellent. Even uh, Shobik has complimented. Wow, sir, the power of patience that you invested and now you are able to reuse the money from the company itself. Thanks, Shobik. So, Shobik has a similar question. Uh, so, before we show that question on the screen, I'll just summarize it for our viewers. So, the first thing is, if you would like to grow your wealth, the first thing is be patient because wealth is not something. Uh, more like a get rich quick scheme it takes time it takes patience and above all it requires learning so the first thing which dheeraj has shared with us is patience the second thing is learning and the third thing is de-risk yourself do not put all your eggs in the same basket what dheeraj means by that is ensure that your portfolio is wide enough you have got different uh, investment uh, for example even if you are taking insurance do not have one insurance break it down into multiple aspects if you are investing also have different instruments so with this i'll show on the screen uh, shovik's question where he has asked about the credit card lifestyle mentality and what are the mistake that an individual makes while paying through the credit card system uh, shovik it has been i must say you have asked one of the most important the questions probably anyone should answer in today's world uh, the answer is very simple from my end uh, uh, i don't have even a single credit card even today i don't own any i don't need it the point is uh, but i don't deny the fact that at some point of time you need credit card to make payments globally you, there are benefits associated to it but then the need for this particular credit card was never there with me i mean i manage things in such a way that at a certain point of time i was 100% sure credit card is not something i would prefer to take i don't deny the fact that people own it and people use it nothing wrong in that if you have got the risk appetite and you've got the skills to manage that particular credit card in a round circle basis please do it uh, however credit card is not something that should be the ideal approach to life i'll try to explain this in a better way uh, farmers agitation is going on right now let's try to connect this particular thing from this particular uh, theory uh, now imagine of a situation why are farmers agitating and what are the benefits or de benefits associated to it it's not a political debate nothing uh, i've got nothing in terms of a political aspect but we need to understand let's say farmer there is a farmer who uh, who is producing let's say potatoes now he purchases uh, he is producing let's say 500 kgs of potatoes uh, on in on monthly basis there is a mill owner who is processing that potato and selling it there is uh, a stakeholder who is trying to ensure that this uh, whole uh, supply chain is never disturbed and it is working in one of the decent possible ways uh, so uh, now the biggest problem with the farmer is uh, he has got limited amount of negotiation power why because if this potato is kept there uh, kept in his uh, farm for probably a week uh, it, it, it is going to get de- degraded the quality will degrade probably at some point of time the value of that this particular product goes zero because uh, you've got uh, this uh, farm is basically a waste but we need to understand that even a mill owner has got the similar kind of risk associated to it let's say this if there is a, if there is potato associated to it and the mill owner is not getting this particular potato let's say mill when i'm talking about mill owner i'm talking about probably a company like parleji producing potato chips or a company like lays producing potato chips kind of a thing i'm just trying to relate this particular thing 
so he has to purchase those potatoes at some point of time so there is a risk associated with both the levels i mean the farmer is at the risk that my product should get sold and the mill owner is at the risk that i need those products to ensure that my machinery keeps working and my earning keeps coming up we as an individual don't realize that credit card is a similar kind of an aspect there is a company that uh, that is trying to de-risk yourself but there is a uh, there is a substantial amount of risk associated that to that particular credit card as well i mean uh, they have tried to de-risk at, at certain point of time in life probably in case you need certain credit you can always have this credit card but think of a situation if you have invested some decent amount of uh, time with your friends your relatives will even say no to uh, you at a, at an odd point of time in life if you will ask some amount of uh, uh, loan from them uh, that you may repay in next 6 months 3 months time probably a credit card will ask you though will ask you the same amount uh, in a limited time duration but your friend or your relative or probably if you have invested that particular time you have spent that particular thing Uh, in a positive way you may not need a credit card this is what my theory is and i firmly believe i ensure even today uh, that i keep in touch with my friends my relatives my colleagues i usually get in touch with them although i uh, no one should be in a position wherein they need a credit card but in case something goes out i'm sure these people will anyways be there and this is the biggest asset that i can have rather than having a liability of a credit card Uh, so just to recap what Neeraj has mentioned before taking anything any financial instrument be it a credit card or anything ask yourself are you treating it as a necessity or are you treating it as a luxury Neeraj gave a very beautiful example uh, where he has explained you are taking credit from an unknown entity it is better to invest in your relationship to invest in people who you can believe in people who you know are there for you that is a much better alternative dheeraj does not deny the need of credit card because at times beat an international payment the credit card is required so just keep this in mind and uh, dheeraj talking of credit card we have got another related question from one of our viewers shubham now shubham is saying that majority of the people do not have a financial or a credit planning so how should you think from a emergency fund from a contingency fund and from a retirement planning is there any thumb rule is there any number or calculation that would help a person in terms of their financial planning because as we are seeing jo- uh, jobs are getting automated people are getting laid off people are just living from hand to mouth and during the starting of the conversation you did mention that in a decent metropolitan city if a person is getting 35000 using the 50 30 20 ratio is not logical and when a person has started just working it's very difficult for a person to control his want desire and to focus more on investing so i'll request you please share your thoughts on financial planning how to maintain credit score and how should a person think if tomorrow if a person wants to go in for a early retirement uh that's an interesting question uh, there are many aspects to it pratitya we need to understand the first thing financial planning is actually a long term process i'll try to explain it in another way by using an example uh cricket is something that uh, almost any and every indian relates to at some point of time we had been a part of cricket as an industry 
even today if i get an opportunity probably 10 15 minutes i usually watch a cricket match and try to understand what is happening in the market say something like this and majority of us probably will relate to it uh, but we forget the one particular thing uh, sachin tendulkar is said to be the god of cricket and he absolutely is i agree to it i mean no denial about it the world accepts it uh, but it took sachin almost a decade or probably 12 15 years of time when he was at the highest pinnacle of his career i mean if sachin never became sachin at uh, when he started his life probably started his journey as a cricketer a batsman it took him almost a decade wherein he reached or you talk about the rahul dravid or you talk about saurav ganguly or probably virendra sehwag or all these kind of professionals even mahendra singh dhoni is said to be one of them any and every professional a person reaches at his highest pinnacle in somewhere around 10 12 years of time so if someone starts investing today you cannot expect that i am an expert in probably a year or two or probably i'll be able to manage things in a better way no that is not going to happen that is something very extraordinary financial planning is something similar to it see we need to understand whatever we have can we start spending in uh, saving 20% and start saving this particular 20% and reinvesting it in a positive market wherein uh, with a of course with an informed decision where to invest how to invest but then probably this is a decent number to start with and uh, this is how the ideal approach should be ha ye fact hai the moment we have got uh, financial planning kind of a thing there is nothing like a plan kind of a thing it is more of a, it is more of the realistic approach you cannot uh, say that future is going to be like this i mean uh, let's be upfront uh, no one probably expected uh, covid would ever be there a pandemic like this would ever come up in market but it actually happened people saved almost all any and every saving is gone point is if someone has thought about having second source of income or probably third source of income or probably you have invested in your relationships then things you would be able to manage in, in such kind of an extreme situation so the first and foremost thing is probably 20-25% of your save earning should be a part of investment or probably a part of saving and then invest more on relationships invest more on let's say i i should appreciate aditya you are trying to be a coach you mentor people and uh, taking an informed career decision these things are actually important and i firmly believe investing in these kind of things will help people to gain career a better career or probably a better lifestyle in life second we need to understand that our lifestyle is divided in a time phase of a decade kind of a thing so let's say somewhere uh, someone starts uh, his career at the age of 25 probably at the age of 35 he feels that he is at the pinnacle of his career but then there is someone else who is coming up ahead and he is going to compete he or she is going to compete with this particular person so uh, at the pinnacle what what usually happens is you will fall down either you need to sustain or you will actually fall down so rather than coming up with a situation if 7 8 or years of life you reskill yourself retool yourself probably that pinnacle will never come up and if the pinnacle will never come up you will actually grow in life so you don't need financial planning you actually need more of uh, your intellectual planning and that intellectual planning is going to help you financially anywhere in your career whether it be at the age of 60 whether it be at the age of 80 or whether it be at the age, at the age of 25 this is what i feel excellent so uh, ladies and gentlemen dheeraj is trying to emphasize and which i am also a firm believer that have a learning development plan ldp 
because one of the things which is important in be it your wealth or be it your life you need to work on it if tomorrow even if you are planning with any emergency or retirement or any contingency you're not going to sit idle you'll definitely be doing something and what dheeraj mentioned because dheeraj is also from the edtech space and dheeraj has seen this thing that it is important how do you have this intellectual planning what are my goals at 25 at 30 at 35 at 45 how am i raising my standard so before you plan your retirement fund or any other just the way you plan your vacations and you plan your weekend getaway it is important that you invest in your intellectual development now uh, we have a question from mr nand kumar and in the benefit of the house dheeraj uh, and i feel this is very important if you can share uh, and i know there are only few options on our fingertips like uh, mr nand kumar from linkedin has asked us apart from pf ppf nps what are the other options and i won't use the word safe but the other options which are available out there like cryptocurrency is also there but it's a deregulated thing so if you can share with us what are the options available uh, so my stand would be quite simple i would rather say there are standard approaches to savings there are standard approaches to investment but we need to understand how exactly the government taxation policy works this is where the actual crux is Uh, i am sure many of us may not be aware of the fact that there is something known as ltcg long term capital gain what exactly is this i'll try to explain uh, let's say someone uh, invest in a particular stock let's say i purchase tata motors uh, shares today and if i'm holding those particular shares for next uh, 365 days i mean a year 365 366 days uh, the moment uh, it completes i hold it for a year and i sell it again after a year there is a set amount of earning that will come up usually the kind of return these premier organization i mean one of the most secured in terms of trade uh, in terms of financial aspect we name it as blue chip companies these blue chip companies usually offer you a, a return of somewhere around 7 to 10% on yearly basis probably at even at a higher price somewhere around 15 20% at some point of time 15 to 16% 17% an organization like reliance is one of those organization wherein an investor has got a return of somewhere on 40 to 50% in last three years as well there are ways how to understand the kind of earning you can expect out of a particular organization but my firm belief is long term capital gain is a taxation policy wherein government says if you have got earning of let's say 1 lakh rupees beyond 1 lakh rupees is a taxable setup but till 1 lakh rupees is a tax free income from this particular saving so let's say i invested 5 lakh rupees in tata motors and those 5 lakh rupees are going to give me return of 50000 rupees next year probably 10 year because you can actually figure out that tata motors shares are going at the standard rate of 10% per annum or probably 15% per annum so let's say 10% per annum is what they are growing i am earning 50000 rupees out of it now this 50000 rupees is actually tax free my my understanding says rather than getting into the concept of you have got apc apcd apt apf 
why do you want to get into it i mean these things are anyways available but there is something else that we see try to figure out this particular thing as well start investing this is actually a tax free income and over and above this income you can reinvest again tomorrow if let's say after a year you want to reinvest it reinvest now you have got 550000 rupees this 550000 rupees can again be reinvested after one year two years down the line it is going to be 625000 rupees so the point is this culmination this compounding interest is going to help you in a better way when it comes to this kind of scenario so uh, yes one of the aspect is this uh, second uh, bitcoin you have shared about uh, aditya uh, i firmly believe bitcoin is a great uh, ideology to invest but right now government of india uh, is not very supportive of this particular theory unless the government is not supportive of a particular theory as an investor my understanding says unless you have got surplus amount of money let's say you have got uh, 5 7 10 lakh rupees sitting idle you don't know what to do with this you your yearly income is somewhere around a cr 1 cr 2 cr you you actually do not know what to do with this particular then probably investing this particular amount with bitcoins or any cryptocurrency is okay but uh, till the time it is a deregulated market uh, investing in a in something like a cryptocurrency seems to be less promising because you never know something comes up or something odd comes up in market and tomorrow your saving may get loosed up so my firm belief is it's just a it's just an unbiased uh, thought of mine not a 100% theory that this is going to be the reality in future excellent Uh, so ladies and gentlemen as direct has mentioned make sure that you have a long term perspective do not enter for a short run make sure that you understand what is your intention of investing are you investing for tax benefit are you investing for tax gain are you investing for some pleasure or some wealth creation define and be clear with your definition of wealth creation retirement corpus emergency fund before you decide and above all make sure that after doing your research you are in touch with a person with a financial acumen who can guide you because the most important thing is that you need to take risk like on a lighter note adhiraj the scam 1992 most popular dialogue risk hai to ishq hai so have a risk appetite and adhiraj uh, we have a question from nitish kumar jha and nitish would like to understand from you that you did your masters from iim what was your intention behind it and he has used the word do we really need to have a tag or something because we are in such and again i'm going back to my previous concept and notion of materialism versus consumerism because our current generation people are really flooded by peer societal and parental pressure that life success checklist is if you do it from a this institute if you have a this lifestyle if you have a this car if you are having a xyz bhk house or a studio so what are your thoughts because we have got our viewers who are really looking up to you so your thoughts would really guide a lot of people uh nitish i'll be upfront let's uh, first ex- accept the fact that whenever you get into an institute you are only going to learn things you are not going to i mean your intention should not be to figure out a job in life or probably your intention should not be to figure out a college lifestyle kind of a thing the moment you think of getting into a college the first and foremost thing that should come into your mind is i am going there to learn something that i do not know about 
if you get in with this kind of intention probably majority of the students who get in with this kind of intention they actually learn something out of it and they usually define their life in a better way this is first and foremost thing now when, why is it important to get into a premium institute i'll answer this particular thing see there is a very standard statement to it you i mean i uh, anyone and everyone all of us we usually use we, uh, we usually wear our jeans I, if someone is given an option to buy a levi's jeans or probably an xyz jeans people will at the same price people will say or anyone would say that i'll prefer to purchase the levi's jeans nothing wrong in that but we need to understand we are so brand conscious for us uh, even uh, a pair of shoes may be named as bata or probably adidas some xyz name may not work for us even even if you get into uh, let's say you want to buy an ice cream probably you will find figure out that i need to buy a barista uh, ice cream from barista or probably vadilal kind of thing this kind of aspect but if a so brand conscious we all are so brand conscious in anything and everything what is wrong in being brand conscious in terms of learning as well this is first thing why is the why is a brand in learning uh, uh, why does the brand in learning exist is always a question and it will always be a derogatory question my understanding says uh, this is the mindset this is the reality in this market right now i mean the moment uh, you've got a pretty good name associated to your uh, cv definitely it helps you grow in life but then uh, coming up to my particular aspect i'll answer it very firmly i I was already in MBA when I completed my executive MBA from IIM Bangalore. There were reasons behind it. The first and foremost reason was I actually realized after doing an MBA and uh, being a part of corporate world for five, seven odd years, I realized that now why should I pursue an MBA? I actually had that answer only after that. Prior to that, I never had this answer. I was like, "Okay, MBA करना है." I'll get a decent salary out of it. My lifestyle would be good. I'll be able to sustain a particular car in my life. I'll be able to get up a decent house for me. Probably I'll be having a few good friends who can help, who can be one of my uh, future assets, kind of things. But the moment I completed, my, uh, I was working in Africa in those days with an organization named as NIIT. Now, Learn IT was the actual thing. Learn IT was a part of NIIT. the moment i entered there i realized that there are things that i like behind i mean my skill set is not something that i should expect of to grow in life there are expectations from my organization that i am not able to match now how should i learn those skills how to get in touch with those skills was the actual question for me the answer to that thing was getting into an institute again pursuing an mba program where i learn those soft skills along with it i'll get more in touch with case study based approach i'll try to understand what the world usually do at an odd situation in any marketing scenario situation or in proper an operation situation i actually had those questions available and those questions motivated me to pursue this particular thing this was the first and foremost thing but yes let's accept it uh, any and every premier institute name of college is actually very important if you have got a decent name associated to you at least there is a filtering that has already been done in a country like india where in job crunches uh, job crunch do exist and will probably exist in future as well i think i have justified uh, the answer sir excellent so nitish this one is for you I use the vitamin C pill concept. What is the vitamin C pill concept? It's like cash, credit, and connection. 
which dheeraj also correctly mentioned that one of the things of going in a brand or is learning and learning is equal to earning because earning is a part of learn so this is part of your cash credit means the credential you would be getting definitely if you are doing it from a branded college or premier institute people would know about it and the third one is the connection what dheeraj mentioned was that your peers would be your valuable asset tomorrow you might end up being their co-founders and which is the idea that is why you will see so many startups emerging nowadays are by respectable alumni like i and dheeraj have a common connection who is of i am bangalore and we do exchange notes where dheeraj say oh he is your client he is my alumni so things like that so remember this now we have a follow up question from nitish oli uh, and let me just uh, display this on the screen dheeraj says that many colleagues give you the tag of process oriented professional what is this and how do you develop yourself your suggestion and your ideas are welcome see process is anything and everything that is uh, that do exist i mean i i'll quote an interesting example i had been fortunate enough to attend something known as ssb ssb staff selection board within a professional enters in to uh, get a job uh, in defense services and you want to get you want to become an army officer or a navy officer or an air force officer the first and foremost hurdle is like uh, uh, you need to appear for ssb just like you, you want to appear you want to pursue an mba program you need to have tax or something like this so process is something i'll probably answer this in uh, connection with that particular ssb setup you get into uh, you get let's say uh, my dad was in army now he is actually a process oriented professional a person who wakes up at around 5 in morning even today after retirement he wakes up he has got a decent life uh, decent structure in morning schedules 5:30 he'll be on road he'll be uh, running around he'll be walking he'll be jogging kind of thing probably up in our on our time and then he will come back he'll have a cup of tea or probably a cup of coffee and then have some decent amount of breakfast uh, he'll get in market he'll get in touch with a lot of people in day time as he is still working with some uh, with a private organization then in day time he has got a right schedule at the uh, right schedule to meet and then so the point is process is actually important but we need to understand these processes are defined by us only I mean, we as individuals have made these processes, and we as individuals try to stick to these processes. Why do we stick to these processes? Is because these processes have actually defined things in a positive way or in a better way for anyone and everyone. Imagine of a situation you have got, let's say, your brother is staying in US and he wants to send, let's say, five thousand rupees to you as a pocket money, and there's no process associated to it. He will find it difficult to send that particular money here. i mean hawala is anyways there but that is not a, that is basically a deregulated market so why to get into that particular thing so process is actually important but we need to understand that process is not the only thing that you need to stick on at some point of i'll give you another simple example i've been a sales and marketing professional all my life 
now being in sales uh, there is a standard theory the moment you've got a client how to introduce yourself uh, there is a standard process how to uh, in case there is some doubt how to eliminate those doubts out of a particular client coming up in front of you how to uh, give options what all options a person can choose how to close the calls how to negotiate those things anything everything is a process oriented approach and majority of the time when you approach these processes you actually get return out of it but think of a situation uh, i need to uh, let's say i'm selling a mobile phone and i need to sell it to my father do i need a process to offer it i've got a question out of it or let's say if i'm selling this particular mobile phone to aditya do i need a process to it i'll just simply say this is aditya this is the protocol this is the product and i think this is useful for you i'm sure the kind of trust we do share he won't ask me because he he knows that if i'm saying that he, this is a need for you he'll directly accept it and without even running up with the process things will work for him so the thing is more the more important thing is you need to get in touch with close connection and probably those close close connections will help you out to grow in life and those should be your ideal approach rather than following a process i mean you cannot have a process running with anyone and everyone who is close to you it's always better to avoid those processes excellent so what dheeraj has mentioned when someone tags you or terms you as a process oriented professional keep in mind what is the context do not be one size fit all because then it would be very rigid for the person if you are working on a professional uh, assignment then it's important you need to follow timelines and deadlines whereas on the other hand if you are working in a very friendly environment a process oriented approach might be very strong enough and another uh, point uh, which i wish to inform which heeraj uh, mentioned previously is one of the mindset of billionaires like if you see warren buffett bill gates they are not into materialism they are not that conscious if you will see ratan tata or anyone their mindset is if it fits you then take it brand or the logo does not matter much so it's a pure decision of what's your personal choice and what's your personal preference so dheeraj we have a question from shobek and shobek is curious to know what are the different sources of passive income now shobek is a college student so from a college perspective but from a homemaker from a person who is on sabbatical what are the different uh, modes of passive income and how much return and how soon or early can we expect in terms of passive income generation because this is also a misnomer where people are like the oh get a passive income you don't have to work your life so if you can also highlight on this concept of passive income uh in shovik we need to understand there is nothing like a source of passive income is actually a source of second income i would rather answer it in a more prospective way uh, if you are working in something or if you are getting associated with something you are actually investing your time your energy your resources not only that you are investing your efforts to ensure that this any and everything that you are associated with keeps growing it's like uh, you have got a kid at your house listen i mean you are a college graduate but i'm sure at some point of time you'll get married you'll have a family the moment you'll have a family there is a kid that is going to be there and this kid is going to be uh, a six months old kid at some point of time he will be a one year he or she will be a year two year five year 20 years the need of these this particular kid keeps on changing from this time to time to time situation uh, 
having a passive source of income may not help you in this particular aspect but having a second source of income or probably the second source of income may end up becoming the first source of income in future and then you will be having another third source of income that may end up getting into the part of second source of income should be the ideal approach rather than having passive source of income now coming up to what can be the ideal uh, sources of it see uh, my understanding says uh, better work on your skills better work on what exactly you like to do i mean there's nothing wrong in uh, nowadays i remember i know people i i actually met someone i'll try to answer this in a better way uh, i was traveling in a european country and uh, suddenly at some point of time i got in touch with a golf trainer there now golf trainer is someone who actually trains people there and uh, to how to play golf that's a simple approach but this golf trainer was earning way ahead way 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 ahead of uh, what uh, a premier institute graduate in this country would ever earn and the kind of savings he was making was again way ahead the point is uh, he was getting he got associated with a particular uh, career and this career is paying him well important is this was never his first source of earning or probably this was never his ideology of success that he'll be a golf trainer at some point of time in life he wanted to play golf he started learning it at some point of time he realized that this can be a second source of income in life he started training people and then suddenly he realized that i lost the job the kind of job he was doing suddenly he missed out with that opportunity and then this second source of income ended up becoming his first source of income he ended up becoming a golf trainer and he started with his own golf club in few he intended to start his own golf club in future so uh, now the golf club is in at some point of time probably this golf club is going to be his main source of income because at some point of time he might lose up being a trainer and uh, train uh, being a golf trainer so the thing is uh, ideal approach should not be passive income ideal approach should be the second source of income or third or fourth or fifth source of income and the best possible way i could suggest is right now uh, india is at the verge of boom the way our investment market is going on the way our uh, political theories are going on or the kind of uh, uh, foreign investment that is coming up in this country right now we are at a verge wherein if we channel this particular thing in a positive way as an individual uh, probably 10 years uh, of our career, of our life is going to be the boom kind of a time for a country like india for 10 15 years down the line things might shift up to african region probably because of, because of a kind of uh, um, uh, a kind of easy labor that we'll be getting at that point of time but right now we are the forefront and uh, my ideal approach is better to start investing in trading better to start understanding the stock market better to get in touch with these kind of people who can help you uh, take a wise decision in these kind of segments and then probably make that source of income uh, probably a decade is what you will need to make that source of income or your first source of income and the moment you make up this uh, the life is sacred excellent so ladies and gentlemen before you think about passive income think it more as a secondary source of income like these are just shared the example of a professional golfer he met across europe now he did not start it with his career but he was more like this that over the years when he get old how can he in cash on his passion on his interest and so he became a trainer and what dheeraj is saying is have a long outlook 
focus on the market invest in the market look out for the trends that are coming because in the next 10 years if you invest on your learning right now in the next 10 years you would see decent returns now talking on this uh here is just last two questions for the day the first one is uh the mindset which is more towards bitcoin and not towards gold bond or ipo so dheeraj is it more like uh, ignorance is bliss kind of notion that people are not aware about it or what uh see to answer this particular thing uh, first and foremost thing i need to uh, we need to understand uh, the ideology of being uh, of an ipo we need to understand that an ipo is basically an organization picking up some money from the market and these this money they are trying to reinvest and probably gain some amount out of it and then probably return to their investors what i probably do but uh, take it in the other sense let's say i want to buy an uh, ipo of irctc that has recently come up probably a year or so year back when irctc came up with their ipo i have invested in it but my investment was a bit different i never applied for irctc when the ipo came up i actually traded irctc the day it listed on the stock market 9:15 is the time when this market will get in this particular stock will get listed if the stock is going up there are analysis i tried to did then i did those analysis and i realized that this market is going to go up for next probably it may reach to somewhere around let's say is starting at 700 800 rupees it may end up becoming a part of 12 1500 rupees part so i rather than applying for ipo i actually started trading it on the same day the it got listed and on an intraday basis i actually earned 5 6% of returns but the point is when you start investing and then when you have intraday trading intraday trading uh, yeah, the broker gives you certain amount of leverage as well so let's say if i want to invest 1 lakh rupees broker broker was giving me and leverage of somewhere on 5 times or 7 times of that particular amount so i can actually invest 7 lakh rupees so technically if i have earned 5% of that 1 lakh rupees i have actually earned uh, if it is 5x in the margin that is being given i have actually earned 25% of the kind of investment i made now 25% is not an amount that this ipo will give me on day one if i would have invested in this particular or uh, i would have applied for this ipo so the theory is rather than applying for an ipo why to uh, why do you want to get into a phase wherein the To, uh, tonight you will be sleeping uh, figuring out that tomorrow ipo should go up ipo should go up you have got some mental pressure in your thoughts you have got you have got a stress associated to your life and then tomorrow morning suddenly you realize that this ipo has gone down and your investment is not getting the kind of giving you the kind of returns nowadays the market is more data driven now data actually helps you understand figure out the future prospects of a particular thing if you know that the future prospect is good even if it is not been invested uh, even if it is uh, if you haven't uh, invested in this particular ipo you will anyways have the opportunity to buy or sell that particular stock on the same day on intraday you can actually earn the similar amount of earning on the same day similar goes with bitcoin i mean bitcoin is again an aspect wherein rather than investing if you are very serious no i need to get into a de market deregularized market then probably you can actually 
do uh, some kind of intraday trading and i won't mind um, uh, sharing my insights on how how i shortlist my stocks or probably how i try to um, uh, get a decent amount of return out of those investments i won't mind it but then uh, rather than having some stress in mind wherein uh, buying a bitcoin and then getting into deregulated market or in a, uh, applying for an ipo and then or probably investing in some uh, probably investing in a uh, in in a gold bond and then realizing that gold is not going as per expectation there are better sources to think of an etf a gold etf is an interesting approach if you want to invest in gold better invest in gold etf etf is an equity traded fund the ideology is simple gold price is basically defined by gold and gold but etf would be a combination of companies having who are actually dealing with gold there are other stakeholders as well so the whole industry will never go down you are you are de-risking yourself to some amount of uh, uh, point so the uh, so the ideology is more to de-stress yourself rather than stress yourself that's what i will try to answer शुभम and congratulations for this amazing giveaway and thank you dheeraj for encouraging uh, shubham with his question and entertaining because dheeraj has a lot of question regarding strategies how should he plan for the extra profit so uh, congratulations shubham just one final question uh, dheeraj i would like to understand from you how was your experience coming on a live show Uh, it had been a great experience uh, aditya i must say you should uh, uh, you should make it more often rather than having a weekly affair kind of a thing my understanding says anyone and everyone needs these kind of uh, sessions i firmly be- uh, believe that uh, when i used to be a kid or probably when i was a student or probably when i was starting my career something like this was not available and it was very difficult to figure out how exactly an expert tries to uh, figure out a solution or how exactly an expert deals with a particular problem i am sure these kind of things will help us and i firmly believe apart from give whatever i taught there are a few other things i've learned as well i mean the kind of way you articulate things the way you were articulating my answers i could figure out that there are things that i can learn from you i am i am happy to learn those things and that should be the ideal approach in life so thank you very much for giving me this opportunity aditya but yes i loved it my pleasure and for other members who would like to get in touch how can they reach out to you dheeraj what platform would you encourage them to reach out you can write me an email or probably you can send me a linkedin is not is not something that i usually regularly visit but yes email is something that i uh, check on daily basis so i'll try to get in touch with them if someone has got a question i'm happy to answer them definitely it will be my pleasure great and uh dearly from the bottom of my heart and on behalf of the team i would really like to thank you for taking out time and really guiding me my team and our viewers with your valuable insight towards well i can understand it's a very short duration but at least you have germinated that seed into our mind you have 
given us that curiosity like okay wealth is not a myth wealth can easily be created with right direction and right mentoring so thank you very much for this aditya the last statement i will rather say never be guilty if you are uh, if you are getting easy money prefer to take it you need not to be a, you need not to take a tough journey to earn money out of it wow wow thank you so much and ladies and gentlemen if you really appreciated the learnings smash that like button subscribe to our channel and do share it with your peers you never know who you might inspire with our channel So with this we would be signing out and we'll be seeing you same time same place next week.